Welcome to Saving You is Killing Me, Loving Someone with an Addiction podcast. Loving someone with an addiction is a life of chaos. This podcast is to help you take back your power and build strength, hope, and restore peace in your life. We use the science and art of positive psychology, professionals in their field, along with personal stories of hope, resilience, and strength. We hope you can discover how the courage to focus on you can help put your life back together. When you are in a place of exhaustion, hopelessness, and emptiness, we are a community that knows all too well the turmoil that comes from loving someone with an addiction. We are here to help you compassionately struggle well. Oh, hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing amazing. I am so excited because today we have a wonderful podcast for you. And of course, this podcast is all about saving you. It's about taking back your power. It's not about the addicted loved one in your life. Although, you know, we do care for and love them tremendously. Um, it can be really, really disruptive and it can be very hard when you do love someone with an addiction. So taking back your power and taking care of yourself is definitely uh, so essential. So I'm Andrea Seidel and I'm the author of Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. And I'm so excited because today we're going to talk all about a life worth breathing. And this is all about how we can cultivate and use breath as a wonderful way to really enhance our peace and really calm our nervous system. So spirituality actually helps us to cope. It helps us to find meaning and it helps us to move forward with love and hope and purpose. So when we tap into that inner wisdom or we quiet the mind and we calm the nervous system by using breath, it's really, really important because it's going to allow us to tap into our own innate wisdom and actually kind of tap into the magic of the person that we are. So spirituality is one of the pieces of the well-being puzzle. And um, it's, you know, it doesn't have to be a religion. It doesn't have to be, you know, um, going to church and things like that. Spirituality just really is about connecting to something that's larger than you. It's really living every day, almost in like it's a sacred manner where you seek to express your meaning, your purpose, and you really tap into your spirituality by just, you know, breathing and being mindful and recognizing that, you know, you can move away from worry and stress to a place of peace and grace. And the idea here and today we're going to talk about spirituality is basically awakening to all these wonderful benefits of, you know, removing our lives from being on autopilot or removing ourselves from being in the stress response, right? So this is really essential because I know when you love someone with an addiction, oh my gosh, it is so stressful. I mean, the ups and downs, the unpredictability, everything that comes along with it is and can be very, very stressful. So Today, we're going to really talk about, you know, turning inward and turning on that bright light inside you that maybe previously might feel like it's a dark room sometimes. So there are so many studies that validate and verify that breathing and breath work is so important for calming the nervous system. When we're in the stress response, we are in a place where our body is, you know, we have corticosteroids, cortisol, epinephrine, 
and all these stress hormones that pump through our body. And it's really hard to function and hard to use a logical portion of our brain often when we are in the stress response. So According to many ancient teachings, breathing, it really is important because it generates electromagnetic energy or what they call life force. And sometimes people even call it prana or chi or, you know, it's just, it's a wonderful element of deepening our spiritual practice. Breath work is so amazing because it connects us to our spirit. It connects us to our life force. It connects us to our energy. And so breath work has many benefits for our mind, for our body, for our spirit. And, um, when you practice it, you, you can move beyond, you know, just your physical body and you can really calm your mind and you can connect with that spirit side of yourself and you move away from that ego and you really connect to your, your essence, your true self and your universe. Now, if you're thinking, oh my gosh, Andrea, you're going all woo-woo on me. (laughs) Um, You know what? Even if you um, practice breathing and you practice what we're going to talk about today, it's amazing how connecting to your breath can calm you in such a beautiful way. I can say I am a breath holder. I hold my breath. I especially hold my breath when I am going through stress or, you know, when things around me seem chaotic, it's like I'm nervous and I tense up and I have a tendency to hold my breath. So that's why I really even put a little alarms in my phone. I make, you know, a point of taking deep breaths. When I go outside, I look at the sky, I take a deep breath in. And then I also practice all these things that we're going to talk about today as a way to really calm my nervous system so that we can move into a place of grace. Now, there is a book and it's called A Life Worth Breathing. And that was the inspiration for the title of this podcast. And it's a a yoga master's handbook of strength, grace, and healing. And the author, Max Strom, he really teaches us how mindful breathing in tandem with the physical practice of like yoga and spiritual practices like meditation, it really raises us to a more robust level of awareness. It's our breath that actually is what's going to help us. So if you're feeling disconnected, you're feeling stressed, you're feeling anxious, breathing is the best, one of the best practices that you can do in order to really help yourself and take back your power. Okay. So he teaches us that there's like a lot of age old breathing practices and it's really ideal for insomnia, anxiety, and stress. So let's jump in. We're going to talk about a few that you can try. So one of my favorite breathing exercises is called the four, seven, eight breathing pattern. And now this four, seven, eight breathing pattern is interesting because, you know, you could do it any time of the day. You could do it while you're sitting at your desk. You can do it when you're going to bed and it really does allow you to relax. You are going to notice a huge difference in your, the tension in your body, in, you know, everything about how you're feeling in the moment. So it's a really one wonderful breathing pattern. So what it is, is you basically breathe in for a count of four and then you hold your breath to a count of seven, and then you exhale to a count of eight. Now you can continue this for like two minutes, or you can even do it longer or shorter, but the technique really is important that you inflate your lungs fully to hundred percent complete before holding your breath. So get all that oxygen in. And then at the same time, you just slowly exhale. Now, if it feels like, oh my gosh, I can't even hold my breath till seven, then you just speed up your counting, but you keep that ratio of four, inhale, 
hold for seven counts and exhale for eight counts. And that ratio really will help you. And so I I used to, I actually, I still practice yoga and I used to teach yoga before COVID. And, um, uh, we usually do this breathing pattern to really calm the nervous system. And I also attach to it in my uh, classes, this breath called Ujjayi breath, which is almost like this, the way you close down the back of your throat a little bit. And it's almost like your breath sounds like the waves of an ocean. And this is a wonderful way to also calm your nervous system and regulate your breathing. And it just sounds almost like and in, in kids yoga, we call it dark Vader breathing. It's kind of funny because it sounds like dark Vader. Um, so if you if you regulate your breath, you are going to really help to calm your nervous system. So what you want to do is if you if you don't want to do the four seven eight breathing, just com- simply do your wonderful nice inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth through pursed lips and allow that air to slowly be released with a nice hissing sound. So ujjayi breath is really powerful as well. The other breathing is called spiritual breath. And so the next time you're practicing breath work, just focus on the spirit in it. Maybe the energy, the breath within the breath, as we put it in yoga practice, and feel as though the universe is filling you up with this beautiful life-giving oxygen as you inhale. And as you as you bring that breath, expand that life force or that pranic energy through your whole entire being and visualize it feeding all your cells and almost expanding beyond your skin. And this wonderful spiritual breath just really brings this sense of peace and expansion. And uh, it, it allows you to take up space in this world. You belong here. Like there's no reason why you need to shrink yourself down and tense up. And so this is just expanding your energy for the purpose of you and and glowing your bright light. So feel how this energy really connects um, to the space around you, to the person that you are, um, and it's really, really powerful. I often visualize a cocoon of white light healing energy all kind of moving through my body and nurturing me. So that's a wonderful breath as well. And then we pranayama is basically controlling your breath. So in yoga practice, you practice usually pranayama. On an inhale, you're expanding your body. On an exhale, you're compressing down, following linking breath with movement. But pranayama can also just be simply sitting and meditating and controlling your breath for the positive effect that it can bring. So lengthening inhalations, lengthening exhalations, and just controlling your breath. And notice how it energizes your body, your mind, and how it calms you and calms your nervous system as well. So you can use this breath too to release tension or energy blocks or just, you know, just where you're feeling, you know, tension in your body. So I usually recommend, especially with self-awareness is when you're experiencing an emotion, think about where you're feeling that emotion. Or if you're feeling tightness in your body, where are you feeling tightness in your body? And then you can use directed breathing. So when you breathe in, send your breath or energy to that area And just as you exhale, allow it to release and let it go out of your body. And so 
life happens, right? There are going to be challenges and challenges will present themselves. And when you love someone with an addiction, it's common to feel betrayed, disappointed, and heartbroken. So it's really important for our rec- for us to recognize rather that our systems might become overwhelmed with trauma, with stress. And what we want to do is we want to pull ourselves out of that mud. And one of the best things we can do is to tap into our breath. It's going to help you get into the present moment. It's going to connect you to a spiritual practice and it's really going to help you so that you can show up more powerful so you can tap into your your resources and um, this is wonderful support right when all else feels hopeless this idea of personal growth and connection and mindfulness is still available to you nobody can take that away from you so I really invite you to try pranayama, spiritual breath, the four, seven, eight breathing pattern in the ujjayi breath, or just simply take time to take some full, complete breaths and really notice how it calms you down, how it allows you to tap back into your strength. So that's it for this week, my friends. I hope you enjoyed this and got a lot out of it. I'm so excited that you're here and I wish we were meeting on different circumstances, but we are all here together. We are here for one another. You are not alone. This is one of the challenging, th- most challenging things that you can go through when you love someone with an addiction. So I am sending you hugs this week and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want additional support, you can head on over to my website at andreasidel.com, where we have a wonderful, supportive, compassionate community. We also have a private Facebook group and Instagram feed called Saving You Is Killing Me, Loving Someone With An Addiction. Be sure to subscribe here so you get the latest episodes. And of course, share this with your community and your support groups or anyone going through this struggle so that we can all work together to take back our lives and restore joy. Thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm so grateful that I get to show up for you and share these episodes every single week so that we can go on this journey together. Until next week, sending hugs.